Hello, this is Adele Satori, and you're listening to the Crafting the Spirit podcast, where I talk about creative practice as a means to self-discovery, how meditation can benefit your well-being, and any other topics of interest I find as we navigate through this journey called life. In today's episode, I talk about how expectations can both serve as allies and obstacles. People are funny creatures. We find comfort in predictability, and at the same time, we often will seek out novelty. Today, I'd like to talk about how expectations can serve both as allies and obstacles. For this discussion, I'd like us to think about expectation as a means of predicting the future based on past experience. Expectations can be based on both what we know to be true and what we believe to be true. So our own mythology can be layered on reality. So if if I'm next to you and I expect one thing to unfold at any event and your experience has been different, your expectations might be different. Think for a minute of the phrase, I never know what to expect from you. Now this can play out in a number of different ways. Someone might be saying this to a person whose behavior is volatile and erratic, so they've gone into defense mode and are prepared to defend themselves. On the other hand, it could be that the person that they're saying this about always comes up with something amazing and delightful and surprising. So the anticipation is there to be delighted. In creative practice, we often learn to set expectations aside because materials can be unpredictable. If you're cutting glass, for example, there might be fissures that we can't see that when you run the cutter through will cause the glass to break in an unexpected manner or wood might splinter in a way that you weren't anticipating. So creative practice is a great way to learn to release your expectations. Expectations certainly come into play when I create this podcast. I have had the past experience of being nervous before I start recording, so oftentimes I set up the behavior patterns for myself to be nervous, where everything will sound awesome in my head, and then I get in front of the microphone and everything goes poof. So being aware that that happens and understanding that that happens, I can take the opportunity to take a moment and visualize a different outcome, which might be an expectation, but it also is a way of rehearsing. So I can rehearse a different outcome and allow myself to be present as the words unfold and see what happens. Expectations are a subtle, constant current in our life. For example, When we turn on a light switch, if we live somewhere with electricity, we expect there to be light. When we go to bed to go to sleep, based on past experience, either we expect that we will fall asleep right away, or from past experience, that we won't be able to get to sleep. And all of these patterns start to play. You have the thought of what possibly might occur and you start setting yourself up for a series of behaviors. So say, for example, with not being able to sleep, 
you lie down, you might toss and turn for a while, you might scroll, you might have racing thoughts in your head and you don't know how to break that pattern. But having the awareness of that pattern is a great first step in bringing yourself to the present. So instead of thinking, I can't fall asleep, I'm not going to sleep all night, you might lay in bed and think, I'm taking this breath now. And with every breath I take, I relax a little more and I welcome sleep. This has been a pretty successful technique for me and I invite you to try it. Now when I work with people in meditation practice a lot of times, and it's very common amongst many meditation guides, that people say, oh, I can't meditate, my brain won't be still, because there's that expectation that that's the goal. And I would propose that in meditation there is no goal. That when you decide to set that time aside, that you welcome where you are in the moment. And you can get curious about your breath or where your mind is going, but without expectation that you are going to come to complete perceived stillness or achieve enlightenment that perhaps for that five or 10 or 20 minutes, what your experience is, is that you have given time to yourself to be in relaxed awareness. And if it's not relaxed awareness, that you have given time to yourself to let your mind wander and see what comes up for you that might need attending. So I feel that's a bit of a release of expectation that you are just inviting yourself to be present in each moment. There are certainly times that expectations serve us well. For example, they can help to keep us safe. If we know that traditionally a certain time of day and night, it's not safe to walk down the sidewalk for a certain reason, we can anticipate those possibilities and heighten our awareness or take a different route. Expectations can color our interactions with other people as well. For example, if there's someone that you always enjoy being with, your expectation is, is that you're going to have a good time with that person. And so all of your behaviors start setting yourself up to have a good experience with that person. Conversely, if there's someone that you have challenges interacting with, you start setting yourself up for that interaction to be challenging. You might feel your body tense up, your face might harden, your breathing will change, and you'll put out your armor in a defensive vibe and not necessarily be open to the actual interaction. In all of these examples, it shows how expectation is taking you out of the present that it's predicting the future based on past experience. So your computers in your brain are running all these probabilities of potential outcome, and it might not leave you open to some subtleties in an experience that you might have had otherwise. There are a lot of indicators for how expectations are predicting the future. Thoughts in verbal cues such as, I always, I never, 
I can't, whether in the positive or negative, those are all ways of setting yourself up for expectation based on past experience. The surge of your emotions in anticipation of a future event, those are related to expectations. How is your body feeling? Are you starting to sense up? Are you anticipating getting tired or dread? These are all indicators that you are coming out of the present moment. And an analogy that I like to often use is you're writing the story before the paper is even made. So my invitation to you this week is to, as you go through the week, have a dual buddy, internal buddy, observing what your expectations are, what you're anticipating. And if you have the time, pause and write it down. Or even as a separate exercise, take some time and write your I always, positive and negative, I nevers, positive and negatives. And if you have events coming up, what are your expectations around those events? And take time to think why those expectations are there. Is it based on the past? Is it your core ethics? Get curious about it. What part of your expectation is based on past experience? What part of your expectations are based in imagination of possible outcomes. What opportunities and possibilities might arise if that expectation wasn't there? I'd love to hear what your experience is and how creating awareness around your expectations might be creating a shift in how you are present in your day-to-day life. For more information or to work with me, I can be reached at info at craftingthespirit.com. As always, thank you for listening.